Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right. Oh, yeah. It is the odd couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Rob Parker. It is not Rob P, as in Rob Parker. It is Rob G, as in Rob Guerra. I'm even giving him applause because I'm going to take y'all behind the curtain. 
Rob G for all his bravado in the uh, producer's room on the other side of the glass. He's usually, I'll be kind, hesitant to step into the arena with me. He's usually frightened to step into the arena with me because, you know, what I do. But he, he fought through the fears. He fought through the insecurities. And he has joined us tonight on the I Couple in for Rob Parker. Rob G, take a bow. Thank you for welcoming in again, Chris. I thought that you would uh, not allow me after what happened last time. And the time before that and the time before that. It's been a rough waters for you ever since you welcomed me into this sidekick chair. Let me just tell you that. Hey, hey, Rob G, whatever helps you sleep at night, buddy. Whatever gets you to bed, go with that. You go with that, all right? I'm going to have to, apparently. (laughs) We got a great show. Lots to talk about on this Funky flashback Friday in Iowa. Sam is on the ones and twos. You ready for this, Iowa? Of course. I love you. You do get busy. Funky flashback Friday. You usually get busy on funky flashback. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Who's in for you, Rob G? As the Brian Finley is the super producer? No, it's going to be Bo Benson. Bo is finishing up some straight out of Vegas stuff, but he'll be hanging out with us here. Okay. Bo Benson will be a producer. And the loquacious Mr. Brian Finley on the update. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Rob G, all jokes aside, looking forward to seeing what you bring to the table today. Let's get it started. Charles Barkley, who never disappoints, uh, he's at it again. He loves talking about Kevin Durant, doesn't he? And it ain't, it's usually not good when he talks about Kevin Durant. And that was the case again. Where, where did he say this, Rob G? He said this on the radio in Phoenix. I think he lives in Phoenix, right? So he said yeah, on local station 98.7 in Phoenix. All right, yeah, because Phoenix obviously was a team that, you know, Durant wanted to go to. So here's Charles Barkley on Kevin Durant. All the old guys, he get mad when we said he picked it back on the Warriors to win his first champion, two championships. But if you go back and look at his career as the best player and being a leader that all goes with that, he's been an abject failure. Every time he's been like the guy who has to be the leader and the best player, he has not had success. It's true. And that's what us old guys think about him. Listen to the uh, host. It's true. It's true. It's not true. All right, now look, I've been critical of Kevin Durant. I don't know if I can say as critical as anybody because going way back, I didn't criticize him for going to Golden State. You know, I I didn't rip him for that. Uh, I said, and the reason I didn't rip him was because I said, look, all these people killing him a year from now after he's won a championship. Well, I actually said two years from now. In two years when he has two championships and at least one finals MVP, he ended up with two. All these same people would be praising him, and they were. And I, I, I thought that was hypocritical because uh, you knew it wasn't like when he went there, you were like, oh, is, are they going to win it? We knew. All right? So nothing changed. So that's why I didn't kill him. But that, Rob G., what I see, and we'll get to the meat of Barkley's comment, because I, I think Charles goes way too far. Absolutely. Abject failure? Okay. 
as the main guy, he has not led a team to a championship. And I've been one of the loudest saying, I, I want to see if he can do it. I'm saying now, don't, don't talk to me about top 10 unless he shows he can do it. So I'm with all that. But to call his years in Oklahoma City an abject failure is an abject, is abject lunacy. All right? they Kevin Durant led Oklahoma City to great heights. In fact, he led them as far as Charles Barkley led a team, which was to the finals. What, in his third year or something like that? Led him to the finals. Young pup. And West, Westbrook and, and Harden were young pups as well, and they went to the finals. And then, even though he didn't get back, he won an MVP, and he had that team in consistent contention. That team beat Tim Duncan and the vaunted Spurs. Like, they, they were legit. They had the 73-win Warriors down. team. Right. And they had the Warriors down 3-1. So I can't go abject failure. I'll go. He has yet to prove he can lead a team to a title. Fine. Carl Malone didn't prove it. John Stockton didn't prove it. Kevin uh, uh, Charles Barkley didn't prove it. Allen Iverson didn't prove it. None of us would call any of them abject failure. So I think Barkley went too far, but Rob G, quickly, and then it's yours. To me, this is emblematic of what has now happened to Kevin Durant. It is now gone full to the full extreme in the opposite direction. Now people are going overboard in their criticism. So Barkley says he's an abject failure against all facts and evidence. And then remember what was, it was earlier this week in a USA Today story, an anonymous executive in the league said, why would, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this part, why would you trade for Kevin Durant? This part's a direct quote. When you know he's going to burn your house down. Really? Can, can we cut the high purple? Burn your, what house has he burnt down? He helped Golden State win championships. And, and when they he just left, want another the one. house wasn't burnt. Yeah, right. they, just they want won another again. One. They reloaded. And, oh, yeah, okay, see, of course, if a player of that caliber leaves, they're going to struggle, but they still had Russ. They ended up getting Paul George. They made the playoffs. And now if you want to say, well, he made the Nets give up all they had to get Harden, they still are in great shape. Yeah. Right? So, again, this is emblematic, Rob G, of how people have gone too far the opposite way now with Kevin Durant. 1,000%. It seems like he's become America's favorite punching bag. And and it's it's unfair to me. And, and again— I like you. I didn't agree with his decision to, you know, request a trade out of Brooklyn. I thought that there was no good reason. And according to multiple reports, even the Nets didn't know what the reason was. They're like, hey, we still don't know why he wants out. We've done everything he's asked for. But Charles Barkley specifically, and Shaq maybe to a lesser extent, it feels like it's personal to them. Like they have something personal that they don't like about Kevin Durant. Maybe it's because both of them are Hall of Famers, Shaq easily a top 10 player of all time, Chuck right there on the outskirts, on the periphery, that they compare him to LeBron, to Michael Jordan, to Tim Duncan. And and so Kevin Durant, talent-wise, can match up with those guys. But he's shown, and, and, and you agree with this, Chris, that the intangible part, that's just not 
him. That's not where he's at. That's not his psyche. That's a big. That's a big. Uh, sure. De- deficit. Sure. Yeah. But because he doesn't line up with those guys, he's the worst. And that's just not fair. You know, to your point, Charles Barkley didn't win a championship. Right. Chris Paul is lauded as one of the great leaders of this generation. And he made the finals once and blew a 2-0 lead. And 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 was horrible last year. He was horrible. And and he he, I think he what they lost by 50 points, something like that. Yeah. And so where Kevin Durant has the narrative has shifted, like you said. He was the guy. He was, hey, he finally got help. Now we see what happens when he has a team around him that fits, unlike Russell Westbrook and OKC, and he's the best player in the world now. And even now, after he left Golden State, he came back from injury, and, well, if he's not number one, he's probably number two behind Giannis. But because of the way this past season went in Brooklyn with Kyrie and the Ben Simmons, the James Harden, the trade demand— Everything, all the good equity he's built up, it seems to have gone out the window. And look, I, I love Barkley. And I love Barkley making the comments he makes, whether I agree with him or not. Charles Barkley is was not only a phenomenal basketball player, but he's a phenomenal broadcaster. We all know that. We yes. all would agree on both of those parts. But... We've talked about Kevin Durant not having the intangibles. A lot of people would say Bar. I, I think Michael Jordan would say Barkley didn't have the intangibles. Yeah. Scottie Pippen said it literally. He didn't have the intangibles. All right. Um, Barkley. And and I guess you'll always rank Durant ahead of Barkley because he got those two rings, even if it was in a I, relatively easy situation. I'm just going to keep it real. Right. Uh, Barkley did go to, he was in good situations too and didn't make the most of it. His rookie year, now granted, he was a rookie, but he went to the 76ers who had won a title just recently and they had Dr. J and Moses Malone and they went out in the Eastern Conference Finals. The next year they went out in the second round. Then it became his team and they fell apart. I mean, they weren't very good. Then he goes to Phoenix, does lead him to the finals and had a really, it was a strong performance in those finals against Michael Jordan, but they didn't get it done. And then he, and he left there and he goes to Houston. Now they were a little older, but he was still, all of them, in fact, Drexler, Elijah Wine, and Barkley were putting up huge numbers the year before they teamed up in Houston. Right. So they still had a lot left. And they didn't get it done. They didn't even reach the finals in a few years. And Drexler was replaced by Pipton. Still didn't reach the finals. So Charles um, is criticizing Durant in a lot of the similar ways he could be criticized as well. Right. And, And Kevin Durant has said this himself. It seems like ever since he went to Golden State, people just forgot about everything he did in Oklahoma City. And you brought this up earlier. Whether it, do I think he has some question marks as a leader? Of course. Do I think he's missing a lot of intangibles? Of course. He's got to have something to lead a team that young to the finals. To your point, right? He's got to have something to go toe to toe with LeBron and the Heatles at that time, fresh off of what was an embarrassing finals loss to the Mavs the year before. So you know that they were on a mission, right? And even though it was a five game series, I never thought that they got blown out in that finals. 
they just lost each of those games. And in, in the deciding game, I believe it was Mike Miller who went, you know, nuclear that nobody saw coming, and that's what ended up being the nail in the coffin. But Kevin Durant has done a lot of good things in his career, and I don't think I would ever use the word abject failure with him in any regard. Right. In his you career at all. I, I, I wouldn't use it with Russell Westbrook. Nope. If somebody wanted to say last year was an abject failure, I probably would even take issue with that. I get it. He wasn't good. Yeah, he was bad. But I'd still say he wasn't good, and it was an 18 yeah, 7 18, and 7. You know how many guys good. would kill to give 18 right. 7 and 7? Right. And Russ was bad last year, yes. But no, he's not an abject failure. So you, this is just Rob G., an example, and we all play into it. And look, championship, it's about championships. Right. But this is kind of taking the championships or nothing ethos to the extreme. Saying because he didn't win a championship in Oklahoma City, he was an abject failure. It's just it, Michael Jordan wasn't an abject failure for the first six years of his career. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it, that is ridiculous. So, yeah, uh, Barkley went a little too far in that regard, but he was right, Rob G., in one other way. We'll get to that next. It's the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard, my man Rob G., in for Rob P., Keep it locked. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's why we call him Iowa Sam, because of stuff like this. All right, we're brought to you by AutoZone. (laughs) AutoZone's got the free services you need to help get you back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With more than 5,600 locations nationally, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions do apply. Getting the zone, AutoZone. All right, uh, Rob G., we were talking about Charles Barkley's comments. And there's a second part. He went on and on and on. Uh, do, do we have the second part? Can we hear that? Here we go. He just seems like a miserable person, man. I call it Mr. Miserable. He's never going to be happy. I mean, everybody's giving him everything on a silver platter. He was a man in, in, in Oklahoma City. They loved him. He owned the entire state. And then he bolts on them and goes to the Warriors. He wins back-to-back championships, and he's still not happy. He goes to Brooklyn. They give him everything he wants, and he's still miserable. Rob G, you can tackle this first. For as wrong as Chuck was in the first clip, he's dead on on the second one. I mean, it's not unusual for people to just be unhappy, no matter what their situation is. You know, they always say money can't buy you happiness. And I'm always like, yeah, you say that because you got money. But it is true. There are people who are financially well off that are still miserable. Kevin Durant, as far as a basketball perspective, has had basically everything you could ever ask for. He got drafted to a team that was a small market. They built around him very well with talent, with the Baca at Harden, Westbrook. You know, he got his MVP. He made the uh, finals early, even though they flamed out in OKC. Goes to Golden State. They play a brand of basketball that he says he loves. He wins a couple of championships. He doesn't have to worry about being the leader. He can just ball, which he did. Decided he wasn't happy there. Goes to Brooklyn. Has 
carte blanche over there. He's running the show, roster-wise, coach-wise, everything. <laughs> Decides he wants to trade, and still nobody knows exactly why he wanted to trade. And it's because, as Charles said, there's something in his brain, and that's probably why he's so back and forth on Twitter, that he's just not content and happy with where he's at. So I think that's fair. Well, look, uh, some people will quibble over the definition of miserable. Is he miserable? Is he just unhappy? Is he just sad? Is he, you know, like you can fight, you can quibble over the definition. But miserable, man, that's going too far. He's not miserable. Okay, maybe that's true. But the things Kevin Durant has done over the last several years, let's really, since he left Oklahoma City, they open you up to this type of criticism. Right. Whether it is an an over people going a little bit overboard or not, you can't there is enough evidence. There are enough reasons that we've all seen that you laid some of them out for someone to say Kevin Durant just doesn't seem happy. And you just, you know, what's the difference between he doesn't seem happy and he's miserable? Okay. And so you said, look, I, I leaving Oklahoma City, we talk about it all the time on this show, Rob and I, you know, we understand NBA players may not want to play in Utah. Right. So if he didn't want to be in Oklahoma City, no problem there. But that's when this began. You go to Golden State. You, you go there because you love the way they play basketball, moving the ball. And you said it. You win two titles. You're the two-time finals MVP. And what did he say after his first championship, Rob G? That was it? Yeah. I thought it'd be more than that. Right, like, right. What were you expecting? Fireworks to go off in your head? I mean, what really? You know? And, and then there's more to it. Remember when they almost lost the next year to Houston. They almost lost that series because KD was really – wanted to play more ISO basketball. Right. Right? And he was getting away from the ball movement and passing the ball, player movement, all that stuff. Why? You would just run to the championship. You were the finals MVP. You were playing great, having a great season. Why are you so insistent now? It's just, he just, something in him told him, go against the grain. I'm not happy playing this way. (laughs) <laughs> you weren't happy playing the ISO ball in OKC. Now you're not happy playing the team ball in Golden State. And then you leave there, and as you said, they gave him everything. And that was the most disappointing thing to me. When he demanded his trade, I felt two things. One, you're running from a challenge. You're running from a challenge. And two, you haven't even given yourself a chance yet. You played 44 games with Kyrie. Right. And so there are those that will tell you KD is moody. He's just a moody type of guy. And um, my point is just that there is enough, there is fodder for people to look at Kevin Durant and say, man, he's miserable. And Kyrie has said himself, a lot of players in the NBA aren't happy. And Kyrie just happens to be his best friend. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. one of his and, best and, and Jason McIntyre said this on the Straight Fire Pod, which I know you never miss. Right? Never miss. But never um, miss. <laughs> he he spoke to someone, I believe it was in like the agent world, but someone who kind of knows KD a little bit. And he was asking about what's going on. This was before the trade demand was rescinded. 
and he said, is it that guys just don't like KD, and that's why the the the, the market's that soft is the way it is, because there's no players like pounding the table saying, we got to get KD, we got to get KD. Right. And the person who he was to Jack was talking to was saying, no, players love Kevin Durant, but KD doesn't love himself. Wow. But, and I was like, I mean, that was kind of profound. I don't know if I would have wow. went that far, but it just goes that's to tell you. That's even further than Barkley. Exactly. That just goes to tell you, though, that – this is not just an outward appearance kind of thing that people on the in the media who don't really know right. Kevin Durant are saying. This right. is people who are quote unquote in the know that even agree to this extent. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, man. Um, Kevin Durant has everything, all the money in the world, all the fame in the world. Even for for even this bit of criticism he gets, he's viewed as one of the greatest players ever. He should really be enjoying himself, and uh, you just hope he. You, you you know what I hope? I hope he's not miserable, like Barkley said. Right. But but when you're giving off those vibes for several years, that's what people are gonna say. We got Olden Polonies coming up. We'll ask him about this former player, uh, 15 year NBA vet. He'll join us in a moment. But first. Brian Finley, the loquacious one. <laughs> Rob G with those boxing gloves, just taking it to Chris Broussard right now. I got Well, so far it. we agree on everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> right, waiting. Right. I'm waiting to really bring him out. We know B. Finn gonna say that about all my guests. Oh, <laughs> well, Don't get too excited, Rob. Yeah, well, somebody figured it out, but no. This is a it's a fun listen. So let's start in the NFL where we're talking some preseason news and nuggets. And Bills rookie putter Matt Ariza, who's accused of playing a role in gang raping a 17-year-old girl last year, and which was seen in a civil suit that was submitted yesterday, will miss tonight's game against the Panthers. Now, Lightning pushed the start time back of that game. They're now reopening the doors to the public and kickoff is set for 7:36 Eastern. Two more preseason preseason game starting at 8 Eastern this evening. That would include Saints and Chargers and New Orleans quarterback Jameis Winston set to get some playing time in that one. There's also Seahawks and Cowboys and Geno Smith, former Jet, is QB1 for that one in a preseason battle against Dallas. NFL Network notes that Ravens offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley cleared his physical and he is getting a remo- removed from the physical unable to perform list. Raiders and Patriots will start at 8.15 tonight. Raiders looking to go 4-0 in the preseason and their fans hoping those wins carry over to the regular season. Second round of the Tour Championship and Scotty Scheffler is your leader at 1900 par. A 66 he carded today gives him a two-shot edge over Xander Shoffley. As far as our Discover card key matchup brought to you by Discovery would be the Braves at the Cardinals. First pitch at 8:15 Eastern. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. And finally, Nicholas Sanders, the son of all world running back Barry Sanders is going to be joining Michigan State men's basketball team as a freshman walk-on. He is five mm. foot nine, which I think, Chris, what is that? About four or five inches taller than you maybe? Or is that Hey, uh, I'm five ten. Oh. No, you're not. I used, no, you're I'm not. Five, no, you're not. I used to say I was five eight, so it'd be impressive. That I <laughs> I'm five. I'm a legit five ten. Uh, well, well, next time you come, don't hate Rob. G. You know you're not. Yeah, back just because my head is is 
<laughs> your top of your head is at my neck. That's right. <laughs> I'm always licking up your nostrils when we're talking. Well, somebody who legitimately is tall is our next guest, former NBA veteran, now a Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst, one of our favorite guests, Olden Polonese. What's up, O? What's up, fellas? Hey, man, look, there's a lot going on in the NBA, so that's why we brought you in, even though it's the offseason. So let's get to it. Um, I hear... I don't. Did you hear Charles Barkley's latest criticism of Kevin Durant? <laughs> no, I did not. Well, he said as a guy, he said he cherry picked, you know, his first his two championships with Golden State, and or he piggybacked on them to win his championships, and that as a number one guy, he's been an abject failure. Now I, that's ridiculous. Even though he didn't lead a team to a championship. Certainly not an abject failure. But I would say this, and I I love Barkley as a player and as a commentator. I think he's fantastic, and I actually love when he, when he says what he says about players. But you played with Charles Barkley, like, during his era. I remember there were a lot of people that, like, I feel like KD lacks the intangibles to lead a team to a championship. There were a lot of people saying that about Barkley. Uh, Scottie Pippen just flat out said it when they played together in Houston. Uh, Michael Jordan, Barkley was in the league and you were in the league. Was there a feeling of, I mean, this dude is awesome. He's fantastic. But, you know, does he work hard enough? Does he try as much on defense as you need to to be a, to lead a team to a championship? Was there some of that? There was some of that. And, you know, you got to remember, Charles is media. So he's going to do some things and say some things that's going to get notoriety, you know, like when he clowns the women of San Antonio and everything else. So we know that about him. You know, he's funny. But at the same time, you know, there is some truth to it. I don't think Kevin has the intangibles to lead a team. And that's why he's kind of like run around. I don't want to say he chased it, but he, you know, he 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 didn't do what he should. My thing he is, I would have stayed. In, I would have <laughs> stayed in Oklahoma City. Mm. You know, I would have stayed in Oklahoma City and run it back and see what we got. But okay, he left for the Warriors. Just like after the Warriors, I would have stayed with the Warriors. Right. You know, because that was the perfect situation for you because he's not really an alpha. And so, right. to me, they had enough alphas for him to, you know, but he listened to the media talk about him, that he can't lead a team. So that's why he left the Warriors. He didn't leave the Warriors because of Draymond or any other thing. He left because people were talking about him. And that's Kevin's um, biggest Achilles heel. He listens too much to social media and what people are saying about him. And it, and it's bad for him because you are a great player. No one's going to take that away from you, but you dwell on some crap that you shouldn't be dwelling on. Well, Olden, hey, Rob G sitting in with Rob for Rob Parker with Chris today. Um, it seems to me that Kevin Durant was li- listening to the media, though, when he decided to rescind his trade request from Brooklyn because everybody on this show and other shows was saying how soft it would look that he was running again from a challenge, so to speak. Do you think that he's making the right call by kind of tucking his tail between his legs, admitting that it was a mistake and staying in Brooklyn? It has nothing to do with that. The bottom line is Joe Psy, um, Sean Marks, especially those two mainly, said, you know what? We got you for four years. We don't give a damn what your requests are. And that's basically what they did. 
they went and had that meeting, but it's like, yo, we don't have to trade you. And I said that, I think I said that the last time I was with you, um, Chris, but it's like, they don't have to do anything. We have you for four years. So Kevin, once he realized that, and now he is backpedaling because the Nets, the, they grind, which they're supposed to. And then I'm hearing that people are saying, well, you know, the players have lost a lot of leverage off of this move. No, Kevin Durant lost his leverage because he never had it. <laughs> yeah. Right. He had he no leverage. Had not right. for, now, if you have a year left, you have leverage. Four years, you have no leverage whatsoever. <laughs> they would have been foolish, especially if they had traded him for a weak package. It would have been horrible. Now, you you mentioned it, and we agree. Kevin Durant does not have the intangibles to lead. Like, he's not a leader, okay? And I, he, he even admitted that. So he can get mad at people for saying it. He admitted it in 2017 in the GQ article. I'm not a leader. That's why he loved Golden State. He can just go and ball. Okay, he's not a leader. Ben Simmons obviously has some issues mentally, right? And Kyrie, while a strong personality, is, you know, a a bit bizarre. Let's put it that way. So he's not (laughs) going to be the guy you want leading him. I I look at them on paper, Olden, and I say, wow, they got the most talent in the East and maybe in the league. But, and it fits because now they have shooters, right? You got Simmons can play down by the basket. You got, you know, they got a lot of talent and, and a lot of pieces that fit. Can they win a title, though? Because I, I think their problem is between the ears with their three best players. Can a team exactly. like that win a championship? No. And you are absolutely right. And that's going to be their problem. They are a rudderless team. They have no leaders. Even Steve Nash doesn't have any control or power right. over the team. And so the bottom line is this. You have three guys that aren't leaders with, you know, issues other than basketball. And so to me, that's a problem. They need a guy that's going to come in there and get in their butts when they're not doing things right, and they have to be able to take it. And right now, the Nets, they don't have that guy. Everybody on that team is like, what do we do? Who do we look for? And even Steve Nash, as the coach, he doesn't even have that power. And I'll share this with you because the last time we talked, I didn't have a chance. you got to remember, one of the reasons why there's issues between he and Kyrie Irving is because of a statement he made during a party at Steve Nash's house. Okay, in front of everybody, Kyrie said, you know, you need to give those MVP trophies back to Kobe. Wow. Really? You didn't deserve them. Yes. Said that to Nash at a party at Nash's house. To Steve Nash at Steve Nash's house. And so to me, that was the beginning of the end for the Nets. So, again, there's no leadership anywhere around because they don't respect Steve Nash enough to follow him. And Steve Nash is not hasn't had enough coaching to be a leader. So that team is just made up. It's just a made-up fantasy. Yes, right. they have talent, but in the playoffs, that's not enough. Mm. Wow. All right, last one for me, Olden. Um, nice nugget, Olden. That's awesome, hey, by the way. That. Uh, Thanks and, for saving it for us, too. And, and he's right, by the way. Kobe <laughs> should have got his MVPs. But anyways, no. speak, speaking of the Lakers, they just <laughs> made that deal. They got Pat Bev. It seems like the move before the move to me, does this, in your opinion, does this mean that Russell Westbrook is already dead and gone from, from L.A.? I believe so because, hey, let, you know, let's call a spade a spade. Those two cannot coexist. I don't give a damn what Darvin Ham is saying, what <laughs> whoever. Those two will never coexist on a team. 
at all. There's just too much. There's too much bad blood. You got to remember, Russell's first injury ever was Patrick Beverly. Right. 2013. Right. Yep. Good point. Ever. Good point. And it was and after so, the play, the whistle, right? He, Remember that? Yeah. After, he yeah. has not forgotten that. Right. So that Let ain't happened. We were. I was debating this with with my co-host VJ Husky yesterday. If Russ is, let's say he's cut, even if whether he's traded and then cut or the Lakers cutting themselves, where do you think he would go? Like, do you think a team, do you see a fit out there? Do you? What team do you think would, would go ahead and try to sign him? Ooh, that's tough. Um, wow, that's tough fit. Um, I'm thinking maybe, um, yeah, the 76ers wouldn't do it because uh, – I can't because see I thought any contingency. He and Harden, I thought they did they did pretty good together. Right, you know? right. They were missing they some other pieces. Me, I go back to Oklahoma City. Well, go yeah, with the, the go year lead the young they, guys, right? But go lead I, the young he, guys. But I if think you're the for best a playoff fit, team, maybe maybe Washington. I was, I think that's he, what I was gonna say. Washington. Yeah, he go back. You go back to Washington and you know redo it. You know, like let's do a do over or something because they he played really well in Washington. Right. Right. So, All right. But again, it's, it's tough, man. You know, I heard the Utah situation, but I don't think he's a good fit there because they're just doing a total rebuild. And right. so, yeah, he's in a tough situation right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Isn't it that- funny that we're saying Russell Westbrook is in a tough situation? Well, Olden, <laughs> look, we saw it with Iverson, remember? AI at the end. Carmelo. Couldn't fit anywhere. Carmelo had to sit out for a season to be humbled. Right before he got back in, it can end badly for some of the superstars. Yeah, if you don't either retire on top or close to the top, or you just, you know, you don't accept being a role player. So we'll see. Hey, but Olden Pollard is great. Look at your great. boy. Hey, look at Udonis Haslam. He learned how to do it. <laughs> right. Jersey <laughs> retired. You're going to get right. Exactly. There's benefits, there's rewards. To be in a role player. That's our man, Olden Polonies. Great stuff as always, brother. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care. Yep. Fantasy football is absolutely vital to the overall success of the NFL. It's just not for me. I'll tell you why next. Ah, couple. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right. It is the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard. Chris B. He's Rob G. In for Rob P. (laughs) Here on the I Couple. And we can talk about how complicated other banks make it for you to redeem credit card rewards or... We can talk about how Discover makes it easy for you to get cash back in any amount at any time. I mean, it is amazing, folks. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. 
Terms do apply. All right, Rob G, you are a huge fantasy football guy. Absolutely. Maybe How not. How long have you been playing it? Oh, 10 years maybe. A little over 10. I will say this. I do think that the reason, there's a lot of them, but one of the major ones as far as why the NFL has become king in America is because of fantasy football. Absolutely. You're right. Fantasy baseball and basketball just aren't the same. It's too frequent. Right. That's the biggest right. thing. Because so, you have to be on it every single day. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, I played fantasy football one time, and that was back in like 1993 or 94. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go really? to the newspaper to get the stats? No, you, you had to keep your stats and stuff by hand. And it was just ridiculous. It yeah. was just too much. And I was like, never again. And I noticed it was making my, it, was, it made for strange rooting habits. Yes. Like I didn't care who won. It was all about my guy. Did my guy get his? Did my guy do well? And I just didn't like that because I like, you know, teams and being more into the teams and who won and, and things like that. So it wasn't for me. And I got to admit, I've, I haven't played since then. That's been almost 30 years. And I don't miss it a bit. <laughs> Not one bit. Well, you should be playing. And, and to your point, though, that is one of my rules, you know, that I try to stick to as much as possible, probably like 90% of the time, is if there's a guy going against the Raiders, I don't start him. Like, that's just, wow. I, I don't root against my own team. Even if you've got, like, a great, Say you had Aaron Rodgers playing. Well, there's like Tom there's Brady. rare where if I have to win to make the playoffs or I'm in the playoffs, then it kind of just is what it is. Oh, but so it, so the statement you made is just no. I said like ninety percent of the time, ninety percent of the time, oh. I, I I don't do it <laughs> unless uh, it really matters. Yeah, unless exactly. I really need unless the win. I really need it, then you know. So, um, but that and then the other thing is to your point, um, there's a reason why I don't do more than like two leagues a year, and VJ who was hosting yesterday. Said he's doing thirty this year, and he tried to what? get me to do one, and I was like, "Well, number one, I got thirty leagues." Yeah. He apparently got that's the most I've ever heard. I, it's just I don't have the time to do more than like five if I really focus. I don't know how he does thirty, but the the, the reason why I don't do more than two is I've done it in the past, and inevitably you end up kind of rooting against yourself because. It's You're all really, over the place, yeah. It's right? really difficult to be like, "Hey, I got Aaron Rodgers in this league and Devontae Adams, uh, but in the other league, I'm going against Devontae Adams." Right. So on one hand, I want him to score, but then I don't want him to score. And it just made it less fun for me. So I can't imagine doing that with 30 leagues because then you're going to be crossing the whole time. The most I've heard is somebody say it's like 16 or 18 leagues and teams. That to me is ridiculous. 30 is just to your point. Where's the fun in 30? Especially if you got money on it, which I always do. Oh, that's yeah, and you can't brag if no. you got thirty. <laughs> yeah, I want you bound to be right, right. In, in one of them. <laughs> right. I mean, my goodness, but you said it that if you've got, I'd say, well, two is one thing, but if you've got eight teams, nine teams, fifteen teams, twenty-five, thirty teams, you're where in the world is your allegiance? You don't have any. No, you're just betting. I mean, somebody's going to have a good game. Probably somebody you have. So right. that just, to me, would, would take all the fun out of it if you have fun with it. You, you're you putting money on it. Uh, big money? 
No, I think the thousands, most, yeah, hundreds of thousands. I'm not Chris Broussard. <laughs> I'm not the the first class flying Chris Broussard. Let me oh, tell yeah. you that. See, see. Nah, uh, inside joke. Yeah, I think I think the I mean the biggest one I ever did was a hundred. This year I got two of them that are fifty. So if you win, how much? Do you uh, get? like. Five six hundred bucks, something like that. That's nice. Though. So one year I won. I needed new tires on my car. Bam, paid for my tires. So that was okay. Nice. Okay, okay. Maybe you win this time. You get some platform shoes. That's <laughs> you get a lot more than that. On there. <laughs> get my knees done one day. It is the Odd Couple. Rob G. Info. Rob P. I'm Chris B. We got two hours left. Y'all know what to do. Keep it locked. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. Every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.